0: Hi guys welcome back to the go get it girl podcast or if you are new here welcome i'm abby and i am the shorter blonde in the photo if you're looking at it just so you know who i am and i'm kyleen i am the one that's towering over abby oh <laughs> the my gosh one. no <laughs> <laughs> um so today is actually like a very exciting and fun episode first i have two announcements first we have our first guest her name is reagan and she owns a floral company here in phoenix and we just kind of talk about her journey as a business owner and second i'm gonna let Kylie take that one uh i don't know
1: if you guys follow me on my personal instagram but if you don't you would have not seen that i'm pregnant
0: guys i'm so excited (laughs) which is so weird to
1: actually like say out loud and especially to like tell to you guys because I've known for a while and it's been a secret for a while, but I found out on December 23rd. So literally the day before Christmas Eve and it's been so hard not to tell anyone. Um, I am now 11 and a half weeks. Um, actually, by the time you guys hear this, I'll be 12 and a half weeks. Yeah. Which is so crazy because yeah, it's just you like count literally every single day when you're pregnant. No one who's like not pregnant doesn't get that because you're like, why do you say how many weeks you are? Like what month are you? At? Um, but yeah, I am due at the end of August. I don't know, like, i if you guys want to hear an update on, like,
0: my pregnancy, I can do a whole episode if that's fun. And I feel like we're going to throw it into some of the, you know, just, like, the beginning. Like, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like your journey as you go. Like, if you follow along with us, you'll get to follow along with, like, your updates. Yeah,
1: I feel like, too, in the last, like, few months, or it's been, like, seven weeks, I think, since I've known. Um, it's been hard to like do updates because I've wanted to like say that because I've had like some things happen clearly in the last few months, but now like I can just tell you guys that more routinely as it happens. And we're actually doing our gender reveal on February 29th. So I'll be able to share that with you guys too. Um, I'm also posting a video on YouTube where it shows like my reaction and then Nathaniel's reaction because I did luckily record that because I was doing Vlogmas. Um, and then, of course, like, more photos are going to be on my Instagram, the Kylie and photo. And I'll probably update there quite a bit. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think we should save, like, more detail for another For another episode. episode,
0: yeah. I just have one question, comment, I don't know. Do you feel, like, free now that it's, like, I mean, you're starting to tell people and, like...
1: Well, okay. So little like it's, warning, we haven't actually announced it yet. Today's the 10th. <laughs> right. So, But like saying it yet. on here, does it yeah. feel like almost
0: like freeing? It does
1: feel freeing. Uh, there's been a few instances where I let it slip and I haven't really cared as much as I thought I would. Um, but if you guys watched our IGTV, uh, when it was my episode, my ultrasound was in the background and I didn't so, want to record
0: it. <laughs> so the, uh, the episode where we're talking about like like gut health yeah gut health so if you want to go watch it it's literally like her ultrasound behind her
1: yeah one of my like friends from literally like elementary school was like Kayleen, are you pregnant i saw your ultrasound like i didn't know if like i missed it and then i also was like pinning gender reveal ideas to pinterest and another girl from high school was like wait are you a child like because she was at a wedding i shot the other month and i told her like i didn't like alcohol because she offered me a drink and she's like okay i'm kind of putting two and two together So I haven't really been like as sneaky about it as I thought I would be, but I can imagine come Thursday when I like post it, I'll feel like, yeah, I just like kind of not like a weight's off your shoulder, but like people can understand me a little bit more now because my like mood has definitely changed in the past few months and Abby's seen it firsthand. I'm not like- It's been so interesting. Yeah. I'm like normally very energized and like I can keep going, but I literally am like, okay, Abby, you can leave now. (laughs) it's so bad but yeah um yeah anyways if you guys want any updates on that let me know but i'm not gonna talk your ear off this episode is already a pretty long one because we did our first interview like abby said and we're just really excited for you guys to hear um how that went so uh i think we're just gonna get right into the interview let's
0: just hop in the interview all right hi reagan welcome to the go get it girl podcast we are so excited to have you hi (laughs) all right so
1: we're gonna have you start off with a one minute bio about yourself so for anyone that may not know you just kind of explain some of your favorite hobbies things you like to do your family life anything like that
2: okay um well I'm uh, a florist as we We'll find out, I guess. <laughs> um, but I own uh, Copper and Bloom Floral in uh, Phoenix. Um, but I'm married uh, to my husband Jared. I've, we've been married for almost ten years. We have three kids. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm originally from Oklahoma. Um, and we were I, both of us were kind of born and raised out there. And then we, um, about five weeks after we got married, we moved to North Carolina, and lived there for five years. So from Oklahoma, but I kind of feel like North Carolina is my home. Um, and then, uh, we moved back to Oklahoma for about a year and a half. Cause we quickly kind of realized that that wasn't, uh, we weren't meant to be there forever. So, um, and then he, uh, my husband got a job out in Arizona. So that's how we made it out here. So yeah.
0: You know, what's funny is I can definitely hear an accent in your voice. <laughs>
2: I literally was going to ask
1: you, where are you from? Because I know you have an accent too. Yes.
0: Uh, yeah. And then it comes
1: out all the time. <laughs> yeah. Random. It's also really fun because I so Abby and Meg or Reagan, sorry, yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Abby and Reagan met, and so this is my first time meeting you. And yeah. it's kind of fun just to hear, like I had no idea you'd been married for ten years. And yeah. you have three kids. Yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> what are your ages of your kids?
2: Um so my oldest is Crosby, he just turned seven. Um and then we have Oliver, who will be five in May. Um, and then Cormac, our youngest, who just turned three. So those are literally the best names. Ever.
0: I <laughs> love <you>. them. <laughs> I was literally just gonna say that. That is the cutest name.
2: Thank
1: Crosby you. Very much. Makes
2: me think of parenthood. Do you watch that show?
0: Um so that's actually kinda where we heard
2: it. Yes. Um, yeah. So it was what kind of like made us kind of go with that is because like he was this old he was an older guy and mm-hmm. it was just this really unique name and I was like because we were I mean we're kind of we love cool names but we always think about like when they're older mm-hmm. in their 80s or whatever is yeah. it still gonna be like what
1: do you, you know, feel so, like yeah. he is like kind of like an old soul like because I just feel like I uh, think oh that my gosh that my, like
2: yeah. uh Crosby in the show or my son yeah Your son. yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry I was like <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, he actually is. He, um, so when he was born, we actually lived with, um, we had a townhouse and we had two, uh, guys that were our friends that also lived with us. And so he was raised like being around adults all the time. So actually like he and I just sit and chat, like he's my bestie. I love that so much. That's so
0: fun. Yeah. Okay. So kind of moving into your floral business that you mentioned, how did you get into that? Kind of give us like a full backstory explain how this like wasn't your first business all of that. Yeah. Um so I've been
2: kind of raised I feel like in the wedding industry. Um so we've always um my sister used to do cakes, uh photography. I dabbled in that. We've done a bunch of stuff, but like um my background is in art and design um went to school for that. And so but I'm probably you guys being creatives like you just your, your, your attention is drawn to so many different things. And I, I think I always just like, I knew I wanted to do something that I love, but like, um, I could never figure it out. And so, but did photography. I honestly couldn't, I would just get so nervous and I couldn't get past like the cold sweats. (laughs) We still experience that every wedding. I don't think it ever goes away. (laughs) I, yeah. And I like now I still experience that with, um, florals, but like, there's just this like overwhelming sense of like I know what I'm doing and I know that I love this and no matter what when taxes come and when um you know brides that are not necessarily the greatest to work with or whatever you know like whatever it is like it just you're like you know what it's not it's not the end of the world and you're gonna get through it so it sounds like you have a confidence with it. Yeah, exactly. Um I think that was something definitely that and I would say over this past year has grown so so much. But like no, I've we um I've worked so many different jobs which is I think I was exha- ashamed of that for the longest time because I was definitely raised of like You work a job and you work it for the rest of your life and you retire, you know, so. Can we like
1: comment on that? Yeah, because that is something that is so big. Uh, We talk a little bit about that from graduating college and just like, You're expected to have like this full on career path that's a one street, like you're saying, just like you work there forever, you get a 401k. Yeah. And you almost feel shamed, like you're saying, for jumping around so much. And I just, I don't know, I just want to comment that that's so common. And I hope that whoever's listening, if that's them, it's okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, cause, um, I mean, I've definitely. I I want to work hard. I want I want to retire as a florist, like for sure. But it definitely took me a long time to land on that. Um, I worked in computer software. I was a nanny. I did all these different things while I at, on the side dabbled in photography or um uh, gosh, what other? I've done illustration. Um, you know, writing. Whatever it was that I was like, I I need to figure this out. Um, and then florals came, and man, it just when you place the florals in front of me, I mean, it was like having, um, being back in the art department and I was working with wire building sculptures and, um, there, it just has this way about it that it just felt like home and it felt like, Oh yeah, I could do this for the rest of my life. And I don't, I don't
0: care what it takes. So I was actually listening to a podcast on my way here this morning and they were talking about how she went to college and thought she was going to be like environmentalist. Mm -hmm. She got a job in that. And then she realized that just because that was like my major and what I was interested in doesn't mean I need to have that exact job, but that it reflects her life now. Like she still does things that that's like her focus and it's still in that area, but it's not like a desk job where she was miserable. Yeah. So I feel like it doesn't really matter if you try out like multiple jobs. It's just like when you find the one that fits and like it usually ends up coming back like full circle.
2: Oh, and I can guarantee that anything that you worked at prior to this you take every little bit with you. That's exactly what I
1: was going to say. It's not like it's a waste of time. Like you learn so many things from different environments. Yeah.
2: So the computer software I worked at, I was in the customer service department. So I know now, like, you know, when we're working, I'm maybe working with somebody that's stressing out about something or something's going wrong. Like I know exactly how to walk them through it and be calm and be like, it's going to be okay. Like This is all going to get figured out. You know, I've got my customer skills from that. did I want to do that for the rest of my life? No. Now, is there people that do it and love it? Absolutely. And I'm so happy that they get that opportunity. I just knew that that wasn't for me. So
0: So I have a question. How did you get to the point of like loving your job and not feeling like it's a business, or do you feel like that? I don't know.
2: Um, no, yeah, there's, when I, okay, so again, you guys probably relate, and if any creators are listening, uh, you just want to create, and you don't want to have to, like, sit there and do the paperwork or do the contracts or do, so definitely when it, I start working on that, I'm like, oh, dear God, not, I just want to go make bouquets and flower, flower arrangements, but, um, like, again, that's the idea of, like, working with something that, um yeah you just i just knew like this was this was going to be different for me and it was that confidence but i will say this i have worked really hard to find other people listen to other people talk to other business owners um my family uh my brother um is in the middle of um like purchasing his the company that he works for and things like that my sister has her own business like we all kind of It's kind of in our blood, I guess, a little bit. But like I listen and I pay attention. And so when it comes to my business, I have my boundaries. So I've picked the things I will and will not do. Because if you don't figure that out earlier on, then you will hate your business. Like it will turn this thing that you've loved so much. So if you set those boundaries. So for instance, like I do my occasionally I might take a Sunday wedding. I just like to have my, like sometimes I might have to clean up like on a late, late, like Sunday or or sorry, the morning of like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, you're cleaning up. But like after that, I just kind of was like, you know what? I want to at least have a day off or whatever. So I'm not taking that. Um, so it's I just th- like boundaries like that.
1: Yeah. I think that's something that as a new business owner, you do whatever it takes yeah. to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to a point where you're like, I don't have to do all this. And you, it's, I think it's confidence. You realize that like, you don't have to take everything that comes your way and you don't have to be open all the time to everyone. Yeah. But I do think that you kind of have to do that for a little while to get your business going and understand that you don't have to. I think
2: there's definitely an element of that. I would just listen to your gut because, um, like I sat down with a client, uh, not that long ago and I just, I just had this gut feeling that I just felt like she and I were not going to work well together. And for me, like that's, I mean, I want her to be with the florist or whatever that best suits her because that means her day is going to go way better. Like I, my best interest is people in general. Like I want, I just want things to go well for everyone. (laughs) So I'm just like, you know what? Like if I'm showing up and I'm not doing, my heart isn't in it. Like then that sucks for her and her big day, and she paid money for this. So, um, so like that's that's part of it too. Like knowing your clientele and what you want and what you feel like works for you. But be picky. Um, but I think knowing like you do have that element of like I gotta I gotta make money at the end of the day, right? But
0: so how do you turn down a client? Like what is your process? Ooh,
2: um, so it's it's hard. Um, and I think you know like this is why. Most of the time, we just say yes to everything because we have to. Yeah, that's so me. yeah. <laughs> so um, I have actually uh, I've researched email uh, templates. I've done all that kind of stuff, um, but yeah, I ended up emailing a, a client and said, "Hey, I just after much contemplation and really thinking, I just feel like we're just not the like the best fit for each other, and so here are recommendations." I guarantee you, if you always give a recommendation out, I've literally had even um, clients that I've had to turn down because maybe it's a Sunday wedding or it's a wedding I'm out of town. Um, I just say, I'm unavailable. Here are, my, here are my people to go talk to. And they've been, I've never had anybody pissed off.
0: Yeah, that's true. I guess if I'm like booked, I always give a recommendation. Yeah, so
2: you do the same even if you're like, hey, this isn't working. Um, Thank you so much for reaching out like that, even being just like so thankful and grateful. Um, that's kind of my word for this year is just being grateful. Um, that even though this isn't going to work between us, like they reached out to you and they thought you were, you were cool and they liked your stuff. So that's, that's something to be grateful for. So you just express that so i kind of want to back it up a little bit yeah
1: i want to know all the businesses you've had what, you've done, <laughs> what age you were at like how long Aww. you did them like i'm just so curious to know how you got to where you are because mm. the confidence that you have doesn't come with just starting a business like you clearly have had a lot underneath your belt
2: yeah oh gosh and I've, i'm flattered that you guys think i'm so confident because i mean man uh that's taken time mm-hmm. so you don't feel confident now in your business, like just keep pick yourself up every day and say I can do this. Like I'm I know that's the maybe it's just so simple. Um but yeah. So <laughs> uh I've been working probably longer than what was legal, <laughs> you know? Um that's just that's our family. We're just hard workers. We're the people that get in there and do stuff. So, um I've started off I think my first official job was working at a restaurant, which I recommend everybody should probably do that. Uh it's equally humbling but also very like it just teaches you a lot of life skills with dealing with people um and then um so uh that was in high school I moved on uh, right after school. I went to, that's when I worked for the computer software company. And I just kind of, it was like a means to an end kind of a thing. Like I wanted to travel and that got me there. And honestly, like I would have been okay doing that probably because I love to travel. Um, I probably would have been okay doing that for a really long time. But I just like came to this, I hit this wall and I was like, I really want to go to school and do Something creative, like I just because I was doing wedding, I was doing planning weddings on the side, doing that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, um, I uh, went to school, um, and then my husband and I got married, and that's when we moved to North Carolina. So um, I worked, and in between that time, oh my gosh, yeah. So during college, um, I worked as a count, I was a county clerk. <laughs> yeah. So again, wait, what year was this? So this would have been oh shoot because um, I went to school later. Um, so this would have been two thousand, jeez, uh, eight something like that. Um, yeah, maybe yeah 2000, 2009, somewhere around there. Anyway, um, yeah. So the computer software company that I worked for—that's the software that they built for county clerks and court clerks. So. Mm-hmm. Um, if you bought this house you had to file your deed with the county clerk then you would have seen me (laughs) I swear I'm just like amazed by like
1: (laughs) this is like Abby too like Abby has so many (laughs) random jobs and it helps you just learn so many things oh yeah
2: oh this was huge because okay so the again it was another pub like you're dealing with the public and it's a whole different genre of people than coming into a restaurant right it really is. You wouldn't think, but it, and then also I worked as an assistant manager at a, at a boutique. Um, and that's a whole different clientele. Like, so you're just dealing with so many different kinds of people, you know, and it's just, it's kind of cool. Um, oh, we had, we had so many characters come in, come in. So, um, yeah, after that, um, we moved and that's when I became a nanny for a good while. And that's when I started doing a little bit of party planning and, Um, um, wedding planning and things like that and that was in North Carolina and I had a lot of people going oh my gosh you've got to be a wedding planner like you've got to do this and I was like you know what it was fun as a hobby and doing with my friends Um, I enjoyed helping them out I just for some reason there was just something inside of me that wouldn't take the plunge and really go forward with it and you know I just would do it for my friends and whatever so um, yeah. And then that's, that's when I also dabbled in photography during that time as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I've had just like random jobs.
0: Yeah. Anyway. So when you moved to Arizona, is that when you started the flor? Okay. Yes.
2: Um, I started the floral business. Um, we, I had the opportunity to, I mean, I've, I've, you know, I've played with florals, multiple times but it just I don't know why it didn't click, you know. Um which again, that's one of those things like it took time for that even to process itself and come around. Um so be patient, you know, for anyone listening. Like um so I uh got the opportunity to do that and then I had a friend come to me and she was like, "Really, would you like to do my wedding?" And I was like, "Yeah. What? If, why have I never thought of this before, you know?" And I did the floral for her wedding and I remember turning to a friend who is a photographer and I just was like, this is what I want to do, Melissa. Like, this is it. And and she was like, okay, what do we need to do to make this happen? And so I kind of went from there. Um, Yeah.
0: So do you feel like this is like the most... I don't know if this is like too deep of a question, but the most successful business you've had or like yes. how do you feel about like this business versus like your other ones?
2: Um yeah, it's that um that confidence feeling that we discussed. Um uh, absolutely because I feel like I couldn't get past myself with the other jobs, right? So, um with photography, I couldn't get past myself with doing the illustration. I would Um, I don't know if you guys, you probably have some, or if you've seen them, but they're on Etsy a lot. They're like people submit a photo and Mm -hmm. you draw an illustration of it. Um, I love them. I think they're adorable. I I have one hanging in my house that my sister had made for us. Um, and I love, I do drawing and things like that. So, um, Yeah. Um, there was just something about it when I would get an order in that I just couldn't get past myself with it. And so this one has definitely been better. It sounds like you've had like
1: imposter syndrome with every single oh my one. Gosh. Oh, but... yeah. And that's the thing is
2: like, I still experience that as a photographer. Absolutely. But you
1: had it to the point where you just like couldn't get past yeah. it or didn't want to get past
2: yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I completely agree on the want part um, because I think if you want something enough, like you will... Uh, overcome that yeah. for sure.
1: I think a lot of people don't realize that they themselves are what hold them back from things. Yeah. Um, I think people blame fear a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it's really, if you want something bad enough, yeah. you will do whatever it takes. You will yeah. step out of your comfort zone. And yeah. so, I don't know. I feel like I hope that helps someone because you realize like you are the only one standing in the mm-hmm. way of your success. I
2: have a lot of words of affirmations that I tell myself, um, whether it's the like you can do this I the fear thing I tell myself I'm like fear's a liar anytime I like have the anxiety about whatever it may be that I'm trying to accomplish a uh, wedding that's coming up or I'm nervous about the design whatever it is I'm like everything is figure outable. okay so I have a couple like random
1: little questions really quick just yeah. so like people can get to know your business a little bit more yeah um how long have you been a florist
2: uh, has been, I'm, yeah, two years. That's awesome. Yeah. So okay. not, I'm still in the baby steps, but it's been amazing to see, um, that's one of those things that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be confident in it yeah. because- it's been going really great. That's awesome. Yeah. And
1: then what made you come up with Copper and Bloom Florals? Like- uh,
2: the name? Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I, when I had my illustration company, uh, it was called Copper and Ink. And the reason for that was we were in the Copper State, it's Arizona. I really just wanted – I really wanted something that – um, honestly, when we first moved out here, I was really struggling living here. Um, and so I just, I mean, it's hot. It's just wasn't, I would never pick in a million years that I would live in Arizona. I would like go back to Colorado, um, or North Carolina. So I'm um, a mountain, I'm a mountain girl, <laughs> but, uh, so I honestly, I picked that cause I was like this, I want to make roots here. I really want to do my best to make this happen. Um, and so Chose copper and then ink was the you know just the illustration um, media. So when the florals came in immediately like popped in my head copper and bloom. So that's awesome. yeah,
0: I, I think that's the cutest name Aww, for a florist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so with each business, how did you market yourself? Like, did you have different Instagrams for these businesses? Or I know these were like a few years ago, so I don't know if things were done differently. Uh, <laughs> And if you totally started over with those platforms uh, or if you were on different social media platforms, kind of just like dive into like all things marketing for past business and now. Well, yeah,
2: because I mean, Instagram, what, five? I mean, I had it then, but it definitely wasn't a part of my business or marketing or anything like that. Um, especially when I lived in North Carolina, it was just for fun. Uh, Facebook was kind of more the marketing side on that one. And then, you know, they changed stuff all the time. So, um, and then I kind of learned more about marketing when I actually started. Um, cause that, again, that was something that really scared me, um, and putting myself out there. I mean, mm-hmm. I hate getting on stories and talking. I hate hearing, hearing myself looking at myself. Yeah, (laughs) I know. This is like getting out of my comfort zone. (laughs) So, um, uh, yeah. So, but I've realized like when I am on more, when I am doing that stuff or participating in it more, like posting more stuff, I see, um, I see the growth. I see people contact me through there. Um,
0: outside of, um, uh, wait real quick. I want to touch on that. Um, I noticed that too, like if you're more active, mm-hmm. even if you're posting like something so simple, like I feel like people really start to draw in. like the more active I am on my accounts, the more people are messaging me and like, yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. you
2: want that. I, I recently did a, um, Um, went to a um, conference where they talked about um, social media a little bit. And so they talked about the algorithm and kind of walked us through that. And you want that interaction because that's what gets you out there more, which is um, again, out of my comfort zone.
1: (laughs) It's funny though, because if you just think of the people that you like following,
2: like for an example, I was
1: just telling Abby this morning about this girl named Sarah's day. She's on YouTube, on Instagram, like I don't care what that girl posts when I see her in like her stories, her photo, I read the entire caption. I watch every single story. Like you just get attached to it. And like, she has multiple things that she does that are unrelated to her business. Yeah. Love. Yeah. So it's huge to connect in my opinion.
2: Yeah. And it's, uh, knowing who you're, wanting marketing to right so um which is hard for me the people that i watch or listen to on Inst- instagram or anything like that are usually really funny people mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like okay you know that's that's what i like to see i like to see smiles i like to see laughter um so i try to you know i try to do that but i'm also i'm still finding my grounding and then i'm like hey like i really love movies and music and so i'm gonna be talking about that and being okay and comfortable with that
0: So do you feel like most of your clients come in through Instagram now?
2: Right now, um, yes. Outside of, which is also what I kind of want to hit on a little bit as far as um, networking and friends and vendors. Um, Outside of that, yes, it is Instagram.
1: What about word of mouth? Is that a good one for you
2: too? Yeah. So basically, that's what it's. um, Another thing that I hate is networking. I hate like being in a room and having to mingle and being like, here's my card. Mm -hmm. Um, However it works Mm -hmm. like it does. I think something with networking too that
1: maybe people don't pay attention as much to, but is the experience you give your clients. Mm -hmm. Because if you are just completely like a joyful person to work with, even if they don't think you're like the best in the business, if they like you, they're so much more inclined to talk about you and just have you be something that's in conversation. So that's huge too.
2: It's, um, that's part of it. And I think that's also part of the confidence factor. If you are confident in who you are and you know people will want you, um, that is huge. And I had a friend tell me that. Um, She actually looked me in the face and I'm not, I'm really, this was more of a pep talk for me and I want to give it to anybody listening or to y'all. Like, people want you. Mm -hmm. And there's enough business to go around. Don't ever think that you know, you're walking into this industry and thinking, so if you're in the wedding industry, people are not going to stop getting married. Mm -hmm. Like, no, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's going to continue. People are not going to stop wanting family photos. People are not going to stop wanting, um, you know, uh, engagement pictures or maternity. Or senior photos. Yeah, senior photos, whatever else. Like, no, this is going to continue going. And there are, we are in the fifth largest city in the United States. So don't tell me there's not enough business. And it's the same with florals. I have a little side story that I feel like is just relative to this. But my first job
1: was working at in and out mm-hmm. And I remember I got hired and the manager told me, he was like, you can train someone to work hard to figure it out, but you cannot train someone on their personality. He was like, I mm-hmm. hired you solely for your personality. I don't care how hard of a worker you are. Mm-hmm. I can train that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
2: absolutely agree.
0: And I also have something to add. There is... Like, Kyleen and I are both photographers, but we're not... I don't really consider us, like, competitors. I don't know. Mm. Like, I feel like there's so many people in this world, like, you can get clients. So, I feel like it's good to connect with people in your same exact, like, florist or photographer or whatever. You
2: are speaking my language. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, and I think what's crazy with Abby and I is like,
1: we work together. Like we have a business together <laughs> and I have never once been like, Abby, don't steal my clients. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's
2: not even a thought in my mind. At so all. that is something I want to change in the floral industry. Cause it is not that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so photographers are like that's I mean I'm so jealous of you guys (laughs) because I feel like you guys can come together and you're um so I have a cohort of group women that we kind of meet up every once in a while and most of them are photographers I'm the only florist in the group um and like it's great I love hearing their stories I love hearing them bounce ideas off of each other we talk about marketing stuff we talk about Pinterest we talk about whatever Instagram um emails um but That is one thing in the, for some reason, and I've talked to multiple florists about it, that right now it's just really hard because I, it's, I I don't know if it's too competitive, but that's one of the things is I'm trying to reach out to other florists and be like, Hey, let's get a cup of coffee. I don't want to steal your ideas, your designs or anything like that. I want people like, for instance, I think Abby would, what type of, um, what, what type of uh, photography do you think you do? Like the lighting,
0: I feel like mine, I try to keep it like fun and light and airy and bright and warm tone.
2: Warm tones. So you have a style, right? Same with you. Mine is basically the exact same style.
1: But our photos are so different.
2: Yeah. They're so different. They're different styles. And then you have people that are like the light and airy that's very um, maybe a cool tone Mm -hmm. or a very like white tone, right? Mm -hmm. So though though you're marketing to completely different Mm -hmm. brides. Right there. Um, like that bride is not gonna pick the one that wants the warm tone, it's not gonna pick the other one. It's just not.
1: But what's funny is our styles are more similar than others, mm-hmm. so we refer to each other. Exactly. And it's not Instead a problem. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's kinda of funny with florists because I feel like there's way more photographers
2: than florists. There is. So you would think it would be the opposite. That's how I feel. And I also feel the fact that like my style is completely different than somebody else's style. Now they we kinda use all the same you know, flowers, whatever thing, but you guys use probably the same editing tools. Like, you know I mean? It's the same kind of a thing. Um, but there's just this competitive market that we've got going. And I kind of want to squash that. And I want to be like, let's be kind. Let's work together. And let's, because I kind of want to know if I'm referring you to a client, I kind of want to know the type of, I want to be able to like, she has an amazing personality, like kind of how we talked earlier.
0: Like that's going to sell more than your flowers. Absolutely. Um, Real quick. I have a question. So, when you do like your meetups and like kind of networking with people, are you just like messaging people on Instagram? Is this like a group of women that they've like created a platform that they can all meet up on? Or like how do you create this like group that you can like, mix ideas with and like get information from. So
2: I'm literally on the ground floor of trying to meet up with other forests and try to like t- discuss that. So the other cohort that I have was a friend of mine put that together. She's a photographer. Um, and she kind of put that together for all of us to meet up. And it was basically um, for all of us to kind of talk about marketing stuff, like whether it's the whole like, how, you know, can we get clients through Pinterest and if they click on a Pinterest does it go straight to our thing how to do that how to make sure you know it's just crazy stuff like that I mean fun not crazy I mean when you think about the whole scheme it feels crazy but yeah so
0: I think that's so cool I feel like that's something like Kailene and I would love to have is like a platform or a group mm-hmm. of women or like some way that we can bring like business women and creators and everyone together to like help each other out and yeah like gain knowledge and connections and stuff
1: I
2: think something that's just really, like, encouraging
1: is the fact that all it takes is to reach out to someone. That's all it takes.
2: Um, My friend Lynette, like, literally grabbed all these people that they are already – she already kind of knows – and put us all in a group chat. At first, it was on Instagram, and I think we moved to Facebook because that, like, the platform worked a little bit better for us. Um, and then we all started just chatting. And then from there, they post and they say because most of them are photographers, they're like, "Hey, I need a second shooter who's available this mm-hmm. date." Wow, like, wouldn't that be amazing if like I could post in there and be like, "Hey, guys, I need a freelancer, or is anybody have a free?" Because I know you're going to know your stuff, you know? So I think that's like, so important to understand like the purpose, like mm-hmm. you guys aren't there to like,
1: you're there to help each yeah. other. And something too, that is really hard as a business owner is you have friends and family that have no idea what you do on a day. <laughs> no. I swear, like, I don't mean this in a bad way, but I have so many like just people in my life that just think I'm available at any time. Oh of the yeah. Day. And it's just, it's nice because we work for ourselves. Exactly. And it's like, oh, you work from home. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can come by, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no, actually, like, so it's just nice to even have that factor yeah. to be able to, like, vent to someone that understands. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I just, I don't know. I think that's so amazing. And we definitely need to put something together between Abby and I. Oh, yeah.
0: As well. oh, you guys totally should. Yeah. So you mentioned living in other states. How were yeah. you able to keep your businesses alive when you had? Clients that you were no longer close to? Did you, how did you find like new clients? Did you just leave them all behind? Like kind of, how did that work?
2: Yeah, so um, kind of, you kind of leave them behind um, when that comes to it. Uh, So when we moved out here, yeah, you're basically starting from scratch. So, um, but that's the thing, like get to know people, um, find out. Um, Honestly, my friend uh, that has helped me so much, her name's Melissa and she is just like, she already was established here, right? So that's when you're like, hey, help me. Mm-hmm. Help me get established.
1: I have a friend who, she shot my wedding. I love her so much. Her name is Kinsley. She just moved to Michigan. Mm-hmm. And she spent the last two years like building up her business here. She's yeah. amazing. And she moved and she had a baby. And so she was like, okay, like... I don't know if I'm going to continue it. So she stopped, but now she's wanting to get back into it. Mm -hmm. And it's not even just like you don't have people. Like for her, her scenery is different. Her editing can't be the same because Mm -hmm. of that. Like you almost have to just completely start over, which is really like – I feel like can make you just quit. Yeah.
2: But I feel like that's so hard. So props to you for like redoing it and
0: just like
1: keep going. Yeah.
2: You just, you gotta, you just, but that, that's one of the big things is make friends, Mm -hmm. um, get, get in there and don't. And that's like another thing. I'm, I'm high introvert. Um. So I'm a, well. I'm an extrovert. I shouldn't say high introvert, but I'm an extroverted introvert. So I can get Every out there. Business and, owner. I swear. Yeah. Because <laughs> we we like to be behind the scenes. I don't want to be upfront, but um, I can definitely you know smile and get out there and have fun. I love to have fun. Um, but uh, yeah, that's one of my biggest things is like make friends. And I like I couldn't also. This is another thing. Like. Melissa photographer she's already been in the wedding industry for a while and she was able to introduce me to people but I can't stop there like I have to the people she introduced me to okay then those people will introduce Mm -hmm. me to other people like and it's not a game it's not but that is the networking thing but I genuinely each one I know those people and they are my friends like Mm -hmm. and really owning that and So that's just part of it. Don't just don't just work it, work the system like, oh, they'll get me this place and they'll get me this place. Like, that's not what it's about.
1: That's what we were talking about before, how like your personality will be what gets you farther. Yes. So that person can get you a start, but you have to then give your best to that one person because that person has a sibling, it has a parent, it Mm -hmm. has a nephew. Mm -hmm. Like you, you then are in control of who they then talk to you about. Absolutely. So we're going to switch gears just a little bit. Um, we just want to know, did you always imagine yourself being a business owner? I mean, I know you have <laughs> a lot of siblings that are business owners. Yeah. Kind of just touch on that.
2: Yeah. So uh, let me just tell you, this is so, I, I don't know. This may be ridiculous, but when I work, I don't mind working for people. Um I've always enjoyed working, um, and I'm, my goal was to be if I ever had to quit a job, they would beg me to stay or ask me to come back, and I think out of all the jobs I've worked, I've had one that, did, that didn't, and that was mutual, um, but I hated asking time off, hated it, and I feel so guilty and I don't know what that is but I know you guys are like looking at me like you agree you know that feeling everybody knows that I don't know <laughs>
0: no Abby <laughs> it's literally my biggest struggle
2: mine <laughs> is quitting a job
0: <laughs> just quit. I
2: will
1: stay there so I the jobs I've had I have stayed so much longer because I legit just don't want to let someone down yeah
2: so yeah. for me I was like man wouldn't it be awesome if you were like hey Reagan you want to go take take the time off and go on a vacation yeah Reagan let's go <laughs> so that's how I feel like I really genuinely wanted to be able to yeah work my butt off and then be able to go do what I wanted to do so um that was part of it um, and yeah and I think it may be just in our blood as far as like because all three of us um, we run our own businesses
1: there's little things because if I were to answer that question (laughs) I would have said no I mean I like was so like not drilled but it was so known for me to go to school and like go find a job whatever but now looking back I think of all these little things I did like lemonade stands are so common to think but I (laughs) definitely did that I was a Girl Scout, which I feel like that was a huge thing, oh, like yeah, selling probably, cookies and yeah. trying to Leadership like, skills there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many little things and like I babysat since I was 10, like yeah. I was making money and I loved it. Like there's just so many little things that I feel like makes an
0: entrepreneur.
2: That's oh, fun. for sure. And I, yeah, I probably did a lot of those. I think I sold keychains for a
0: while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, Kylie, did I ever tell you, I don't know if I told this on the podcast, but... When I was younger, we would set up a business in my basement with my friends and I was the boss and we would design clothing and I would like literally run the whole business and then we would pretend it was like after work and we'd go do Dance Dance Revolution as like our workout and we would literally (laughs) do it until like 6am when we'd hear my mom turn on the shower and we're like, oh, we got to go to bed.
1: (laughs) You just hit like two of my childhood memories with one of my same friends. Um, I have a friend named Brianna, and we wanted to babysit together. And her dad was into, like, he's a photographer as well, and he just, like, had a lot of, like, graphic design. So he made us a business card that was two heads or better than one. (laughs) That was, like, our business thing. And then, unrelated, we played Dance Dance Revolution all the time. (laughs) best memories.
2: (laughs) Oh, boy. I love that. I love it. I mean, it's inspiring for, you know, my own kids. Like, get out there and do it. And we tell them that all the time. Like, you want to do it? like. Do it. Go try it. And because I'd rather them try it all now and figure out what they want or whatever, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. And I
0: feel like that's good advice because we have a lot of moms, I feel like, that listen that also kind of like run their own business and do stuff on their own. And I feel like it's good to like let your kids kind of experiment with that and like try new things. And if they want to do a lemonade stand, like help them set it up, like whatever they want to do.
2: It's work. It's work to not only have run and do your own business, but then also raise kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if you want them to be good humans, like it's a lot of input. So, but you've got to give those life lessons and those things early. So your parents, kudos to your parents. We'll <laughs> have
1: to have you back again to talk about yeah. like being a working mom. Cause that's such a fun topic. I feel yeah. like that could help so many people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So what advice would you give to someone who wants to get into the floral business or for someone who even wants to like be their own boss? Um, yeah, I think definitely the confidence
2: thing. I think, uh, working on that. And I think we kind of hit on it a little bit as well. If you want to get in the four business, what's stopping you? I mean, for instance, like the idea of like, well, there's so many out there. Well, no, again, like look at your, where, how many people we've got, what's your style and own it. Like really, really own it and push forward. And, um, fear is a liar. Mm-hmm. so don't listen to that
1: so biggest thing is start with yourself yes. get yourself get yourself out of the way yes then what like would you start an instagram would you just yeah. like, start making florals for friends
2: like give some oh I, on I just go for it um so definitely you'll want with the floral business i don't know how like photography starts but you need to get your llc and then get your licensing to order in order to get wholesale flowers because you want to work with that so that's kind of your first and i think i was so scared to for some reason like doing paperwork again. Like, Oh, I can't do this. Sat down. My friend is, um, and it's amazing. The people that will come out and be like, Oh, I'll sit down because that take, Oh, I've done it before. It takes five seconds when you're like, this is going to take me hours to fill out this paperwork and get my licensing, find those people. They'll sit down with you. And I had a friend do that for me. Her name was Vonda. And she sat down. She was like, yes, she owns her own business. She's like, I will will tell you how to get your LLC and get your TPT and then you'll be able to go in and buy your wholesale stuff. And you have to do that as a florist. You just... Otherwise you're like it's a lot of money. (laughs) That's different
1: from photography Mm -hmm. for what so that's really good key for that. Yes. Yes. but I I just wanted to say too, if you are someone that already has a business, has already done Mm -hmm. things, help people. Like do not sit there and be like, Oh, I'm gonna charge you five hundred dollars for me to tell you that. Yeah. Be that landing like or that
0: lending hand that like you didn't have. Yes. You know what I mean?
2: Yes. Um go ahead. Oh,
0: Sorry. I was just going to say like what goes around comes around. Cause one day you might need help and they might be the expert in that area or somebody completely yeah. random.
2: Yeah. Um, even though you started out at two different, you know, or maybe less experienced, you have more experience now. She might have more or he might have more experience later. Um, that's why I think it is so good to be kind, make those connections, reach out. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, with the floral industry, with florals, you definitely need to do that. You've got to, Get that started, and um, and that's just really important. And then make um friends with your your wholesaler, and um, uh, like I love my one uh, of I'm, I'm learning I'm getting to know too. There's about three or four wholesalers in the Phoenix area, which we're super lucky. A lot of even places don't have any at all, and they have to order out of state. Um, so that's pretty. We're just really really lucky here. Um, but make friends with the the people that work there. Um, yeah, so.
1: I love that. Um, Okay, I'm trying to think if we have any other just, like, random questions before we just go into, like, we have, like, five random questions for you just to, like, end it on a fun note. Do you feel good about it?
0: Yeah. Okay, so, Kylie, do you want to, like, go back and forth asking these? Okay, I'm going to ask the first one. Um, Favorite meal to cook for your family? Um,
2: So, I bake mostly. Oh, my God. I totally left that out. I used to be a baker. (laughs) I'm not surprised. (laughs) I love, uh, my husband and I love cooking together. Um, he's actually become more of the chef, um, but I would say I'm the pastry chef. So um, my favorite thing to make is called crack pie. <laughs> it that is, sounds amazing honestly it's i don't even know what it is so amazing um there's a pastry chef she um has she owns the milk i don't know if you guys have ever heard of the milk bar um they're located all over the united states but i think they orig- The original one is in um new york city um, her name is christina tozi and she invented this crack pie um and it's amazing it's got the crust is actually oatmeal cookie and it's just a bunch of butter and sugar guys so Yeah, have me on again, and I might bring it for you. Another incentive to bring you back. (laughs) You'd be like, please bring that. Yeah, no, love love it. And I love the, like, seriously, it's nothing like you've ever tasted. And the face, everybody's faces, I love it.
1: That's so fun.
2: Honestly, (laughs) I really like
1: baking too. I don't do it a lot. But when someone is like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Like, (laughs) this is so random. But yesterday we had uh, a dinner with my family because it was a bunch of, there's four of us born in February, long story short. Um, but my brother made like a Tres I can't even say it that right, but Tres Leche. Yeah, cake. yeah, Tres Leche. And completely from scratch, like it <sighs> was so good. And everyone, like my uh, other brother, he legit ate it in four bites in four <laughs> seconds. He had not like inhaled it. I was like, dude. So it's just <laughs> super fun sexy. to see. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love okay. it. Next question is favorite place that you have lived.
2: Uh, I would probably go with North Carolina. Um, I've also lived in Colorado, um, but I was very young. So we, but we always visited there, but North Carolina, I would, yeah.
1: What's like, I don't even, I can't even picture North Carolina, like paint a picture for me. Uh,
2: So imagine, um, pine trees everywhere and just like rolling hills and like the, the ideal um the town we lived in was just north of raleigh um so it's it's very small townish but it's like quaint and then um but the i remember there's a um uh there's this road that you would come down and it's about a couple of weeks out of the fall where all the leaves really do change and it's like east coast you think more they like northern like you know massachusetts when you kind of think of like you know, over Vermont, the falling, the the picturesque fall colors, you know. Um, but there was this road that I used to drive down, and all the leaves would be, like, oranges and golds. And then there was this, like, this chapel, and you could just see the steeple above the thing. So it's just, like, picturesque, mm-hmm. um, mount, you know, they have the mountains, they have the beach.
0: But where we lived, it was just, like, fall all the time it was wonderful (laughs) that that sounds like our kind of colors kylie yeah
2: oh my gosh you guys would love
0: it the
1: colors we love and i also just love that you have like variety there you have a beach you have mountains you have the trees like we just have one scenery here which i'm sure you
2: noticed (laughs) yeah yeah brown and brown (laughs) (laughs) okay so what's your favorite activity to do over the weekend uh when I'm not working (laughs) it's um honestly I love movies we as a family we are like that's our huge hobby is watching movies I have the academy awards we're just on and so I like totally get that's like my super bowl um otherwise we're usually just hanging out with friends and um yeah like just enjoy cooking we do a lot of that so yeah
0: is it crazy that I like cannot watch movies I can't watch movies. I can't watch TV shows. Like I don't know if it's I like, can't sit. You just still, see, can't sit down. Yeah, and, and I have to be like multitasking at all times. So like it's I have a to struggle. be in the
2: right mindset because now I mean with the kids and the house and everything like I. I will get distracted or be like, oh my God, I got to go do this, you know, because I'm not going to have time during the week or whatever. But yeah, I feel like
1: Abby, <laughs> you just like haven't watched the right movies. That's true. Because there's a lot of Beep. movies that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get on my phone. But if you have a good movie, like you get lost in. the Oh, movie.
2: it's so like, guys, I just, um, Parasite is a movie. It just won for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. It's, um, actually an international film, um, South Korea, and it's all in subtitles and I'm not, wanted it, but you get sucked into it. You don't even realize you're reading anymore. Like it's amazing. Yeah. That's where <laughs> I might lose you. I know. I promise. Like, just try it. I hate subtitles. <laughs> but, so we share. I'm not a huge
1: fan either, but. No. Yeah. We share a Netflix account with my brother and he always turns them on and we always turn them off. <laughs> it's like a battle. <laughs> okay. So what is
2: one random talent that you have? Um, gosh, I was like, thinking um, honestly it's i'm like i don't know all the things that i to- told you like bake I do these random things um so i'll just kind of go with um in art um so i'm actually a portrait artist so you could give me a picture and i would i guess do a pretty good job at like That's painting
1: insane. it with oils I suck or a good acrylic. drawing
0: <laughs>
2: like i try so hard and i suck
0: <laughs> i am bad as well you should like send us a photo of one so we can post it on our instagram oh
2: gosh i don't even oh it's been so long because it takes a long time to like really um do that but i did like a self portrait i guess it's self-painting and my dad has it hanging in one of his spare rooms okay you have to send us a picture (laughs) i will i will
0: okay so what's your current favorite book or podcast um so i would say uh the book that I
2: am currently reading is called Joyful, The um, Surprising Power of um, Ordinary Things uh, to Create Extraordinary Happiness. Um, so it's by Ingrid Fatelli and it just really talks about um, the power of color and what it, the effect that it has on us and um, the effect it has on the world and how we, you know, why we gravitate towards certain colors and why we don't um that there. sounds so interesting yeah I
1: definitely have certain colors that I love and yeah. th- that you'll never see in my yeah. wardrobe in my house like and
2: that's so important for you that's actually really interesting that um because a lot of people I think and especially me I'm like all over the place when it comes to colors and I'm like I don't know what I so I literally um I think there's like a color test out there personality test that you can take and you can actually like find like I like warmer tones mm-hmm. I like um when it comes to th- there's a there's a vibe that I love and it's the mountains, it's the trees, it's the not Phoenix, (laughs) but it's still, um, this idea of like what I, that's what I like. Um, but then I'm like, I'm the artsy that I just want to have just whites and blacks, you know? Mm. So it's really hard finding that groove, but it's really cool to see how you can bring that through your business.
1: Well, I mean, I've only known you now for like two hours, but I think that fits your personality pretty <laughs> spot
0: on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna kind of move into our outro. So thank you so much for coming on yeah. here. It's a pleasure um, being here. Yeah, we loved having you. Thank so I you. hope you had fun. Um, if you kind of want to like plug yourself like your instagram website facebook like whatever you have so people can find you
2: yeah so um i'm at www.copperandbloomfloral.com is my website um and then also my instagram everything is at copper and bloom floral um so i'm on pinterest facebook and instagram but Really, you'll find more activity uh, on Instagram and a little bit of Pinterest there.
1: And we'll definitely be sh- uh, sharing her page. So if you guys want to go to ours to make it easy, ours is at Go Get It Girl Podcast. We're also gonna make Reagan do an IGTV with us, which everyone is not very fan <laughs> of, but I swear it's not that bad. But we're making a flower crown, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying. I think it's a more simple way of doing it. So hopefully, you guys can recreate it. Yes. If I'm got yes. it right. Perfect. Um, And if you guys enjoyed this episode, please just screenshot it and share it on your feed. Tag us, tag Reagan. Uh, We would just love to see if you guys enjoyed it. This is our first interview, so hopefully (laughs) it went well. We had a really good time creating it.
0: All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great week and go go get get it, girl. girl.